This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch HaMabayim. We're continuing in Meseches Ksubayis, Daf HaShavua, Daf Ayin Heomad Beis. We mentioned Daf Ayin Heomad Beis is a very lambda Sha'amad. It is a subject of discussion of many Rishonim and a nice chunk of the Sefer Shev Shmaitza. Here we go. Says the Mishnah, four lines from the bottom. A woman had mumen. She's still in her father's house. These mumen are discovered after Arison. The Baal, the husband says, What? You have mumen? I'm not paying you a ksuba. I don't want to be married to you. If you have mumin, you have mumin? You have mumin? No, all bets are off. The father says, come on, no. She just developed them now, after the irisin. It's Your field is flooded, not mine. You have to give, you want to get rid of her, you have to give her a ksuba. Who is the burden of proof on? It's discovered now. The Baal says it happened before. The father says it happened after the irisin. Ha'av tzarach lahaviraya. The father has to bring a proof. Shemishenis arsa hayuba mumen halalu that the mumen existed after Erisin minestachva sadeu and it's his field that flooded. This seems to be going like the opinion that cheskas mamain that we leave the money in the domain of the one who has it, namely the husband, and if 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 the um, if the father wants to take it away, because the father is the one who collects the ksuba of his daughter, if the father wants to take it away, then Allah haraya. This seems to be going like the shita of Chezkas uh, Mamain. This is the shita of Rabbi Hoshua, where we had earlier in the Masechta, that if there's an issue of you lived with a woman and she turned out not to be a basula, and she says it happened after Erisin, he says, no, maybe you were... You were uh, raped before. So the Rabbi Yeshua says, burden of proof is on her, and we say it happened earlier, and she does not get, it's a Mekah she does not get a Ksuba. This seems to be going like Rabbi Yeshua. Once she enters the domain of the husband, after Nesuin, and now the Baal says, what, you have Mumin? No, it must be, it happened before, it's a Mekah I don't want to give you the Ksuba. She says, no, it happened later. I want my Ksuba. Who's the burden of proof on? Habal tzarach lahaviraya. The Baal has to bring a proof. Sha'ad shaloy nesar sahayu ba'mumen. That the mumen existed before Erosin. Elo. Vahayu mekchay mekachtos. And it's a mekachtos. This seems to be going like the shita of Ram Gamliel. That if there's a dispute between her and him when she lost her basulim, Ram Gamliel says that it's not a mekachtos. We, we believe her. We say it happened, she was raped after the Erisin. Why? Chezkas Haguf. Her body has a Chazaka that it was whole when she was born, and if that Chazaka was broken, it happened at the last possible moment. So just like we say Legabe Basulin, her Basulim um, were broken, according to Gamliel, we assume in the last possible time, so too regarding Mumin. Now we're not talking about Mumin that she was, possibly was born with. 
We're only talking about mumim that could have been deve- that could have developed after birth. So now we have a shaila. When did the mumim develop? So the seifa seems to be going like Ram Gamliel that we don't say cheskas mamain and the burden of proof is on the father to extract the mo- the money. We say cheskas haguf. We assume that the mumim developed later. Um, so the burden of proof is on the husband. Habal tzarch lahavirai. The bal has to be garish. Ad shalei nesar sahayiba mumin that the mumin were before erosin. Vahayu mekchay mekachtas. Divrei Rameir. This is the opinion Rameir. The chachamim ayimrim. The chachamim say. Bamed varmamurim. When is there an issue with mumin that he could possibly claim mekachtas v'mumin shavaseser? If it's a mum on a private area, that Maybe he could say he did not know about before the Arison. Meaning, he could say, well, these, these mumen existed before, I didn't know about it. But a mumen on her nose, mumen on parts of her body that are not covered, and he can't say that, oh, you tricked me, because he knew about it and he uh, went along with it. If there's a bathhouse in the city, he cannot even try to nullify the marriage with mumen in private areas that are covered. Because if there's a bathhouse in the city, he's going to go to his relatives and he's going to tell them, check her out from head to toe to make sure she doesn't have mumen. And because he, we assume he does that, if they're going to go back and report and give her, they're going to be there in the, in the bathhouse, taking pictures of the lady from head to toe, giving him the full report about whether she has mumen or not. And therefore, if there are mumen, he knows about it, and he's nefayas. Fine. Okay, you ready everyone? If you're going to hear this Gemara, that means, your great-grandmother prayed that you should be zoicha to hear Ksubis Ayin Hayamabes. The Reisha and the Seifa seem to contradict each other. In the Reisha, when there's a Shaila where she's in her father's house, and we want to know, did the mumen develop before the erisin, or after the erisin? The halacha is, the burden of proof is on the father to be able to extract money. That seems to be going like Rabbi Yeshua, that we follow the cheskas mamayin, leave the money where it is. Because if we would follow cheskas haguf, cheskas haguf would say, the mumen developed in the last possible moment, and it's not a mekachtos, it happened after the erisin. So clearly the reisha is following... Clearly the Reisha is following Cheskas Mamain. And therefore the burden of proof is on the father. Masha'inkain, in the Seifa, in the Seifa where the women were discovered after the Nesuin, and the woman wants the Ksuba, and the husband says, no, I'm not giving you the Ksuba, they were there before. And then we say the burden of proof is on the husband. That seems to be going like Cheskas Haguf, that we say, the Chazaka says, the moment happened at the last possible moment. It says, The reason in the Reisha why the father would be able to collect the Ksuba is if the father brings a Raya that they came later. But the father doesn't bring a proof. And the husbands believed. Mani, who does this go like? Rabbi Yeshua. This goes like Rabbi Yeshua, the Amar, who says, when we have a Shaila, when she lost her basulim before the erisin or after, the Amar Lomi Pianu Chayin Rabbi Shul says we don't believe her. 
And rather we follow Cheskas Mamon and we say that the uh, Mumin were there to begin with because the money is in the possession of the Baal. Ema Seifa, let's say the Seifa, if she entered the domain of the husband, the husband, the Baal has to bring a proof that the Mumin developed before. The only way the Baal could get out of paying the Ksuba is if he brings a proof. Now it's interesting. What kind of proof does he have to bring? If you look in the Mishnah, when it says the father has to bring a Raya, Rashi says he has to bring a Raya in Erisin. Rashi says what kind of Raya does the Baal have to bring that the Mumin were there to begin with? Edim. What kind of Raya does the father have to bring that the Mumin developed after? Rashi doesn't say. It's interesting. When it talks about the Raya the father would have to bring, Rashi doesn't say what kind of Raya. When it says, when we talk about the Raya the husband would have to bring, Rashi says, Edim. Okay, so make note of that. So, when it comes to the Seifa, the Baal has to bring a Raya. Otherwise, the, uh, the Av is not Mehemon. Who does that go like? Asan Ram Gamliel. That goes like Ram Gamliel, that when you have a Shaila about her Basulim, we believe her that it happened in the last possible moment. Da'amar Na'amenes. She says, you're believed. So it's a stira. The Reisha is going like Rabbi Yeshua. The Seifa is going like Ram Gamliel. That means they're not consistent with each other. Amar Rabbi Laz, Rabbi Laz says, Tavra, break the Mishnah in half. Misha Shanazu Shanazu. He who learned the first halacha, that the father, the burden of proof rests on the father to prove in the Reisha that the Mumin developed before. I'm sorry, in the Reisha where the Mishnah says the burden of proof is on the father to prove that the Mumin developed after if he wants to collect the Ksuba, he would actually say that even if the Mumin were not found until after the Nesuin, the burden of proof would rest on the father to prove the Mumin developed later in order for her to be able to collect the Ksuba. And basically the Mishnah is picking the smaller Chiddush. The Mishnah is talking about a case where the Mumin were discovered after Erisin. And the burden of the proof is on the father to prove that they were not there before the Erosin. But the truth is, even if they were discovered after Nesuin, the Baal would win, and the Baal would not have to give a Ksuba, and it's, the burden of proof would rest on the father that the Mumin were not there before the Erosin. So the Mishnah ended up picking a smaller Chiddush. And then in the Seifa, where the Seifa says the burden of proof is on the Husband, where the Mumin were discovered after Nesuin, the burden of proof would be on the husband that they existed before the Erisin. The truth is, even if they were discovered before the Nesuin, the burden of proof would be on the husband to prove that they existed before the Erisin. So the, the Tana of the Reisha is Rabbi Yeshua, and it would, it would be... It would apply even after Nesuin, and the Tana of the Sefer is, is Ram Gamliel, and it would apply even after Erison. Misha Shanazu Shanazu. Now, Rava interjects. Amar Rava. 
When I say that Rabbi Shua doesn't follow Cheskas Agof, it's not that Rabbi Shua doesn't hold of Cheskas Agof at all. It's not that Rabbi Shua does not agree or concede there's something called Cheskas Agof. Don't say Rabbi Shua doesn't follow Cheskas Agof at all. You know when Rabbi Shua doesn't follow Cheskas Agof? That's when there's a conflicting Cheskas Mamun, like on Dafyud Beis, where we have a woman. It's after Erosin. And he, the Baal says, hey, he lives with her, and he says, she's not, uh, she's not a Basula. So the Baal says, she was, uh, she was not a Basula even before the Erosin. She says, no, it happened after the Erosin. So in that case, the Cheska Gov says it happened after the Erosin. The Cheska's Mamain says it happened before the Erosin. That's when Rabbi Shua does not hold of Cheska's Gov. When there's a Cheska's Mamon fighting it, where there's no conflicting Cheska's Mamon, then Rabbi Shua does follow Cheska's Gov. Now we're going to prove that Rabbi Shua does follow Cheska's Gov. Um, you know what the proof is? The Tanya. Im, now, here, the, the deal is like this. In order, uh, now this is Mamish and Yana Diyayma. People were wondering, why are we learning Daf Ayin Hay this week? Why? Because you know that there's no such thing as winter anymore. Now we only have three seasons. We have spring, we have summer, and we have fall. And snow is something that happened in the olden days, when people were Zaycha to it. But now we have like token remembrances of the concept of snow. So let's say it snows an inch or two, the whole city shuts down. Why? Because people think it's real snow. It's not real snow. Real snow is maybe 20 years ago it used to really snow. No, there's no such thing anymore. And the Sifri Hasidus, it writes, they write that, you know, in the olden days when it rained, it really rained. And a Russia was a real Russia, And a tzaddik was a real tzaddik. And a snow was a real snow. Now everything is shvach but, because we had snow today, we're going to learn about snow. The Tanya, in Baharas Koydam Laseya Lavan. We have a type of Tsaras that's snow white. Oh, you like that? Baharas is a Tsaras which is snow white. And in order for it to be Tomei, it has to have the Nega. And in the Nega is a white hair. If the white hair comes first, it's Tahar. It, only the Baharas has to come and then the white hair. So in Baharas, if the spot comes before the white hair, tame, it's tame. Im if the white hair comes before the baharas, tahar, it's tahar. Suffolk, what about if it's a suffolk? The chachamim say tame. Which is a pelat suma. Why in the world should it be tame? Number one, you have a, you have a cheskas tahara. Number two, you have a cheskas haguf. That you don't have tsaras, but the chachamim say tummy. But Rabbi Yeshua Imar Keya, Rabbi Yeshua says it's dull. My Keya Amar Raba, Keya Tahar. Keya means it's Tahar. So this is a case where you have Cheskas Haguf, not fighting a Cheskas Mamon, and Rabbi Yeshua follows the Cheskas Haguf. Okay, and now we're going to. By the way, Toisus. The fourth Tosis, fourth to last Tosis brings the amazing question of Ben Otam that why do the Rabbanon say Tame? Why don't we follow Chazaka? Everybody follows Chazaka. Chazaka is Daraisa. 
So Tosis says we have to be talking about a case where before this Tsaras discovery, the person had a different Tomas Tsaras. So they're Bechezkas Toma. So fighting the Chezkas Haguf, which says that you don't have this Baharas, is a Chezkas Toma. That's why the Chachamim do not follow the Chezkas Haguf, because they go by Chezkas Toma. Rabbi Yeshua does follow the Chezkas Haguf. The only time he says you don't follow the Chezkas is when there's a Chezkas Mamain against it. But if it's only a Chezkas Toma against it, you do follow the Chezkas Haguf. Fine. Bear that Toysis in mind. Now we're going to come to Rava's unbelievable answer to the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa. Now Rava has a lot to say at this time of the year. Rava says, But before you get to that, you need to know this statement of Rava. Okay, ready? Brace yourself. This is Mamish. This is like Hashem is lifting you up to like the Shar, a very high Shar of Chachmarina. Amar Rava. Sorry, Rava Amar. Reisha kan nimtsu v'kan hayu. Seifa nami kan nimtsu v'kan hayu. In the Reisha, where the mum was discovered ba'oida be'savihah, while she was in her father's house, the fact that the mum was discovered while she was in her father's house makes it here it was found, here it was. Here it was found, here it was. Really, the whole Mishnah is Ram Gamliel. Aye, if the whole Mishnah is Ram Gamliel, then Cheskas Haguf should say, even in the Reisha, that it happened after the Erison, and the burden of proof should be on the Baal, that it happened before. If the whole Mishnah is Ram Gamliel, why don't we follow Cheskas Haguf in the Reisha? And the Haguf in the Reisha would say that the Mum was there after the Erasin and not before? No. In the Reisha we say, Kan Nimtsu Kan Hayu. What does Kan Nimtsu Kan Hayu say? Even though, again, Cheskas Haguf should say that it happened at the last possible time and it happened after the Erasin, but Kan Nimtsu Kan Hayu says, here it was found, here it was. So, it happened in the Father's domain. So if it happened in the Father's domain, it weakens the Cheskas Haguf. Really, Cheskas Haguf is Adaf. But in the Reisha, since it happened, it was found, Rashi says, now listen carefully, it seems from Rashi, Kan Nimsu Kan Hoyu is not a Chazaka, it weakens the Cheskas Haguf. The Chazaka of the Father is weakened. Because you could say, it happened, in other words, in the Seifa, the Cheskas Haguf could operate, and the Cheskas Haguf could say, it happened after the Nesuin. 
But now we're holding, she's in her father's house, and she wants to say, I want my ksuba. Cheskas Haguf says the... Cheskas Haguf says that it happened at the last possible time. My mum developed after the erosin. But Kan Nimsu Kan Hoyu says, well, it was found here in the Father's Roshus. That's when it developed. Now, that's when it developed, maybe, and therefore maybe it developed before the erosin. It was found in the Father's domain. Therefore, the whole time she's in her Father's domain, is open territory to say that's when the mum developed. Could have been after the erosin, and it could also be before. If it's found here, in all probability, it happened here. When? It could have been any time. What do you mean any time? Chesed Guf says it happened in the last possible time. No, but Kan Nimsu Kan says that it weakens that. It could have happened any time in the Father's domain. So now the Cheskas HaGuf is weakened when it's found in the Father's domain. But if it's found after Nesuin... Kan Nimtsu Kan Hoyu says, if it was found after Nesuin, then it ha- developed after Nesuin. And it supports the Chesgagov. And the Chesgagov is not weakened, and therefore the Chesgagov says it happened after the Nesuin. Okay. That's the answer of Rava. So in the Reisha, you have a weakened Chesgagov. In the Seifa, you have a strong Chesgagov. Eisvei Abai. Abai is going to challenge Rafa. Abai asks the best kashi ever heard. Abai says, I'll say it outside first. Really? That's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa? In the Reisha you have Kan Nimtsu, Kan Hoyu, weakening the Chazagov. And in the Seifa you don't have Kan Nimtsu, Kan Hoyu, weakening the Chazagov. Why is it in the Seifa we say the burden of proof is on the husband to prove that it happened after, that it happened before the Erasin? Why would the husband have to prove it happened before the erosin? What if he just proves it happened? After the erosin. If he proves that it happened after the erosin, then why wouldn't Kanimsu Kanhoyu kick in? And say, well, then maybe it happened before the erosin. Let's read it inside. If she enters the domain of the husband, the Baal has to prove that the mumen existed before the erosin. But he has to prove that it was it existed before the erosin. But after the Arison, not. What if the Baal says, look, I don't know when it started, but one thing I know, it was there after the Arison. The Mishnah says the burn of proof is on the husband to prove it existed before the Arison. Why does he have to do that? Let him just prove that he knows it existed after the Arison. Once he knows it existed after the Arison, so now the Cheskas HaGuf is weakened because Kan Nimtsu Kan Hoyu will kick in and say, well maybe it was there before the Arison. 
So why, when the Mishnah formulates what the husband has to prove, why would the Mishnah say the husband has to prove that it was there before the Arison, let him prove it was there after the Arison? And Kan Nimtsu, Kan Hayu would say, well, once it was in the domain of the father, it was there before, maybe it was there before the Arison. Vamai, Lema Kan Nimtsu, Kan Hayu. Why does he have to prove it was there after the Arison? Why does he have to prove it was there before the Arison? Let him prove that at least it was there after the Erosin. And then Kanimsu Kanhoyu would weaken the Cheskagov. So Gemara says back, wait a second. Amarle Mishenis Arsa, if he proves that it was there after the Erosin. So you have a Cheskagov that says it was after. You have Kanimsu Kanhoyu that says it was before. But Mishnas Arsa Mishum de Ikala Maymar, you could say, Chazaka inadam shoisa bekois elam came boitkoi. Nobody would drink a cup unless he checks it. Do you just go to a cup without checking the contents and drink it? That's a recipe for disaster. So too, no man will marry a woman without determining whether she is a woman or not. So the reason why if he proves that the women were there after Arison, we could be sure that... Um, the reason why if he proves they were there after Arison, he's still going to have to be, uh, pay the ksuba, is because we have a chazaka that every man is going to find out about the woman's woman. And if he married her anyway... That means he ho- he uh, he got over the woman. He was nefayis. He got he was appeased with the woman. He came to terms with them. So chazaka ein adam element came by. Nobody would drink a cup unless he checks it. Vahayra and this man must have seen the woman. Venefayis and he came to terms with it. That's why it's not sufficient to prove that the woman were there after Arison. Because there's no way he would go through with the Nesuin unless he came to terms with the Mumin. And, and the, um, what about a Mum Shabbasesar? Meaning the Mishnah only said that only if there's a base Merchat, but if there's no base Merchat, he wouldn't know the. No, the answer is he's going to call every Yenta in the community, he's going to call her seminary roommates, and he's going to get to the bottom of it. They know everything. The ladies know everything. It must, it must be. There's no other way. In other words, why, why does he have to prove that it was there before to abolish it? Let him prove that it was there after the Arison and Kanim Sukanhoyu would weaken the Cheska Saguf. Elamai, it must be that we assume a guy must get to the bottom of every possible mum. And why would he go through the Nesuin? It must be he was Michael. And that's why his claim is refuted. So Gemara says, well, if that, that's the case, then even if he proved it was there before the Arison, but he would have found out about the moment and he came to terms with it. Um, says Gemara, even if he proves it was there before the Arison, also he, we should assume he came to terms with it. Ah. Now, must be. Even though there's a Chazaka, that a person will find out about mumin and come to terms with it? There's also another chazaka. Nobody ever comes to terms with mumin. So you'll say, 
those two chazakos contradict each other. Yeah, you better believe they do. They're, they're completely antithetical. You have two opposite chazakos. One chazaka says, chazaka, a person will not marry a woman without finding out every last detail about her. You're going to get the mother-in-law to ask questions to the mora, who we can't get into more details, but she's going to get to the bottom of every single thing about this girl. And if the and he's going to find out about it. And if he lives with her, if he marries her, it means he's meichel everything. But on the other end, there's a chazaka. A person doesn't come to terms with woman. So these two chazakas should cancel out. El So then, in the if that's the case, so then even if he proves that it was after erosin, a person shouldn't. Come to terms with Mumin. El i hachi ella amrina chazaginam fais Mumin hachanami chazaginam fais Mumin. Okay, so you ready for this? Here's the difference. Here's why he has to prove that the Mumin existed before the Arison and not prove they existed at least after. The answer is like this: Elamishinus arsa. If he proves that they were there after the Arison. The reason why the woman's going to get a ksuba is Misham de Ikatarti. The woman has two chazaka supporting her. Chazaka, Hamid Agufa Cheskasai. Chazaka number one is Cheskas Haguf. It happened at the last possible moment. It happened after the Erison. And even if it happened before the Erison, the Chazaka in Adam Shaisa Bekais Elaman came Badkai. Nobody is going to marry a woman unless he checks her out. And since we assume he checked her out, he knows about the moment and he came to terms. So if he proves that the moment were there after the Erosin, number one, Cheskas Haguf says, it was not there before the Erosin. Number two, Chazak Ein Adam Elam says, even if it was there before, he came to terms with it. What chazaka do you have against that? Chazaka that a person doesn't come to terms with mumin. It's one against two. It's one against two. We don't say one against two. So you say, what do you mean it's not one against two? You have cheskas haguf and chazaka... Against Chazaka Inodam Mephayis Bemumen. It's one against two. But don't you also have Cheskas Mamoin? No, says Rashi. Against Cheskas Haguf, Cheskas Mamoin is nothing. So you say, don't you also have Kan Nimtsu Kan Hayu? No, Kan Nimtsu Kan Hayu is not a Chazaka, it's a Chazaka weakener. So basically, what you got in the game, in the matches, you have a weekend, you have cheska, if the husband proves that the, if the husband proves that the women were there after Erosin, Cheskas Haguf says, it wasn't there before. Chazaka, I know, Dumshoyz Vukhoyz Elam, Cain, Boydkoy, Vahai Rav, Nafayis, says even if it was there before he came to terms with it, versus Chazaka, I know, Dumshoyz That's Pshad in the Seifa. Why he can't prove it was there after after Nesuan.
But if he proves it was there, listen carefully, before the Erosin, there's no Cheskas HaGov. Because we know it happened before. So Cheskas HaGov can't talk anymore. So what are you left with now? You're left with... You're left with... Ah, oh, but he probably... Chazaka, Einodem, Shazim, Koin, Boikoi, Vahayro, Nefayis. Against Einodem, Nefayis, Mamumen. It's one against one. Why do you do one against one? Then you use Cheskas Mamayin. That's why, if he proves, that's a pshat in the Reisha. That's why if he proves it was there before Erosin, then he gets, he doesn't have to pay the Ksuba. Ad Tesaras, if he proves the moon was there before Erosin, Hamen HaGuf Al Chazkasai, Lo Yika Lameymar. To say Chazkaguf, he can't say. Ma Yika, what is there? Chazaka Neinadim Shaisabakaisam Kei Baidkai. There's a chazaka. A person wouldn't drink the cup unless he checks it. And this guy must have known about it. So that's one chazaka saying he came to terms with it. And he should have to pair the ksuba. No, adaraba. Chazaka in adam woman. So what do you do? The hemed mamana chazkasai. So in the reisha, this is Rava's goyness. In the reisha, we're... She's currently in her father's possession, and the mum was discovered. So Chesgas Haguf says it happened later. Kan Nimsu, Kan Hoyu says, "Well, Chesgas Haguf is weakened." Kanimtsu Kanhoyu says the Cheskas Haguf is weakened in the Reisha. So you have a, weak, a weakened Cheskas Haguf. A weakened Cheskas Haguf. Cheskas Haguf says it happened later. Cheska, again, in the case of the Reisha, she marries a guy, they do Erison. And we discover a mumen. The burden of proof is on the father that they happened later. Why? Because since they were found in the father's domain, Cheskas Haguf tries to say it happened later. Kanimtsu Kanhoyu says that's a weakened Cheskas Haguf. It happened before. Now, don't you have other Chazakas here? You have... Cheskas Haguf says it happened later. Kanimtsu Kanhoyu says it happened before. If it was there before, you have a Chazaka that that Adam Shoisa Bekois Elam Kain Boitkoi Vahayro Nafayas. Against that, you have Inadam Mafayas Bemumen. So you have a weakened Cheskas Haguf. Don't you still have two against one? So shouldn't Cheskas Haguf operate and say that it happened later and she should be able to get the ksuba? The answer is, kan nimsu kan hoyu weakens the cheskas haguf. So if, the, if it weakens the cheskas haguf, then it's one against one. The cheskas mamoin kicks in in the reisha. In the seifa, in the seifa, the mumin were discovered after the nesuin. He has to be able to prove that it 
happened, now if it happened after the Nesuin, the halacha is that he's going to have to pay her the Ksuba. Why does he have to pay her the Ksuba? Cheska Saguf says it happened later. Ein Adam, uh, so Cheska Saguf is fighting. Chazaka, Ein Adam Shoysu because I'm came by Goy, Vahira Nafayasu. But the Cheska Saguf is also defended by Ein Adam Mafayas Bamumen. So it's two against one. The Cheska Saguf wins. The question is. Why does he have to prove that it happened before the Arison? Why can't he prove that it happened after the Arison at least? Let's say he says, I know it was there after the Arison. So in that case, you have a Cheskas Haguf saying that it was there later. Which should allow him to In other words, let's say, let's say he proves it happened after the Arison. Then, in the case of the Reisha, where it was found after the Arison, the burden of proof is on the father, if he wants to be able to collect the Ksuba. Otherwise, we say it probably happened before and the ksuba is lost. So then why can't he just prove, again, Rimanov Shach, why is it that in the Reisha, the burden of proof is on the father to prove that the it was there later, that it was there Mishen Arsa, so then in the Seifa, why can't the husband just prove that it was there Mishen Arsa? Okay, I'm go. We're we're gonna hold it here. I'm gonna say my question off the recording. <laughs> You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.